0: I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another Q&A episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope the middle of your week is going well. Here is something I need to address. (laughs) Yesterday's episode was for Enneagram 7s, and I'm having a little bit of, I want to say vulnerability hangover because I feel like I went hard on the sevens. I think sometimes it's like, oh, we could be light, like get in touch with your inner child, read a really good book, (laughs) reference, learn something new. And instead I was like, go into the deepest trenches of your soul. And I'm seeing like my type in that, like the seven in me, but I just want to name it because I'm feeling it. And we talk every day, so we talk about those things. I think it was the right choice. I think I did the right thing by sevens and giving them some like pretty deep assignments, which I think is important for the seven point. But if you're coming up and you're like, I'd really like some light ones, give me a heads up because I'm going hard a little bit. And I, I kind of like that, but maybe it's a little intense. For today's question, we're going to talk about sixes. So here is what we had texted into the podcast phone line. Quick note, if you have a question, you can text or call them into 828-338-9127. I have had a large influx of questions about type pairings. I did two of those where I talked about how these two numbers might look together and some tips for that. That's a lot of what the inbox is right now is people kind of giving me their unique pairings. So obviously we want to do a series on this. <laughs> like we want to do it. So I'm going to do that once we finish the inner child series, I will start a pairing series and we'll just go through all of the different pairs. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, if you have questions, go ahead and text and call them in. And here is the one for today. Hi, I have a question about types that are self-referencing, other referencing, or both. Do phobic and counterphobic sixes often show up differently in terms of how they reference? Spoiler, I think I am a six but I've always struggled with rifle on the referencing spectrum. I relate more to self-referencing, and I definitely present this way to others. I can be selfish and self-absorbed, and I think those that are others referencing are oppressive or fake. However, deep down, I'm constantly focused on what others are thinking and how I'm being perceived. I'll often rebel against others' desires, but I'm preoccupied by them. I hate if I feel... I'm expected to follow advice and will always go with what I think is best, so I'm ultimately driven by what I want and need. I may feel anxious or annoyed when I think of how someone else may perceive my choice thinking I'm being judged, though sometimes I'm evilly gleeful to go against their desires. This feels like six rebelliousness, but I'm curious if it's more self or other referencing and in like with common six behavior. Thanks. All right. Now here's the thing. (laughs) In what you've sent, you sound like two different types to me. I'm not saying that you are both of these, either of these types, but I see it in you. So you sound a little bit like a counterphobic six and you also sound a little bit like a four, maybe a sexual four. So let's play with both of those a little bit, have a conversation about it. So the first thing to keep in mind is that when we say counterphobic six, let's really talk about what that means because I think it explains what you're describing here. So, the counterphobic six is the sexual subtype, meaning they seek intensity, they value deep one to one connection, they want to make the most out of life, they're passionate, they want to dissolve psychological boundaries. So, when you pair the six type point with the instinctual variant of sexual, that's where you get the counterphobic six, which is the counter type of six. I want to make sure I don't sound like a man explaining. So if you know this, I'm just giving it to you anyway, just to be clear. So it's the counter type of six, which means that your motivation is in conflict with your behavior, right? So some part of you feels like it's wrong to be the type that you are. So your behavior kind of is in response or resistance to that when you are a counter type, there tends to be an inner push pull. So your motivation is pushing you in one direction, and then you go, No, I don't want to do that. I want to be that. So I'm going to resist it. So it's kind of like an inner tug of war. Your motivation and who you think you want to be, those two things are in conflict. So for the counterphobic six, what you're experiencing is fear I'm afraid. I am concerned about the future. And you go, I don't want to be afraid. I'm going to run toward that fear and face it head on, right? Additionally, sixes in general are natural internal contradictions. I am, but I'm not. Yes, but also no. I agree and I disagree. Kind of an internal ping pong back and forth between two different certainties. And I say that to say... The counterphobic six is a bunch of internal contradictions. So if you were a counterphobic six, it would actually make complete sense that you would feel like, I don't know what I'm referencing because you by nature are both and, right? Like your very being is yes and no. Even though you were ultimately doing what you want, I wonder if you can hear in the phrasing of your question that you were doing it against What others may want, rather than completely unrelated to what they want. Right? It's kind of like they're saying they want this from me, and I'm going because you feel that way. I'm going to push against. So you're still operating with their experience top of mind, or even as the driver for your choices. When you think about the counterphobic six and fear, they right you have to think about. They move toward the fear. They don't want to run away from it, so they move toward it. So similarly, you have an idea of how you'd like to be perceived, and so you move against it. It's still driven by fear and still driven by others, even if you're not fully conscious of that as a motivator. Now, that's if let's, let's play with counterphobic six there. But another thing that could be at play here is let's say you are a four. Fours are self-referencing. They are often described as self-absorbed. They are often described as selfish, not saying all of them are. Um, They also would view others as oppressive or fake, and they are deep down focused on what others are thinking and how they're being perceived. Now, the thing here to consider is that fours are in the image triad. So they're all focused on how they're being perceived. Twos want to be perceived as lovable and likable, Threes want to be perceived as an example of success, and fours want to be perceived exactly how they perceive themselves or how they've decided they want to be seen that season, right? Like as an artist, as a writer, you know, in these intricate and deep, nuanced ways in which they have figured themselves out. That being said, fours are ultimately self referencing, though. So they have this idea of how they want to be perceived. But at the end of the day, it's about what they want, what they need, how they feel. Conversations take an eye tone. Here's who I am. Here's how I feel. Here's what I want. Here's what I've experienced. Here's how I see this situation. Much less than a meeting you where you are, inviting you in, asking you questions, trying to understand you. They're coming from like, here's who I am. Here's what I want. Here's what I need. So those are some things to play with just to think about. I can't give you any real clear answers because I don't know you in person, but maybe, that's a, maybe that will be supportive. I hope it's helpful. Let me know how it goes. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you all tomorrow for the next one. Bye.